You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, on this Thursday morning, 34 degrees here in East Kentucky. Kind of a cool morning, but we'll take it because it's going to turn out to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's right. It's going to be a a day that, uh, well, there's going to be all sorts of uh, warm-up happening. But you know what? That's not going to last. That's right. It's not going to last. It's going to be uh, turning winter time again, and nobody wants that, right? Especially after getting used to all this warm weather. So, I know, boo, 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 boo. Well, looking at our current uh, forecast for the day, we can see that, uh, well, let me fix my little graphic here. It decided it wants to, you know, kind of get into a place that it shows not the temperature, but every advertisement and everything else that goes along with that. 
So uh, we'll we'll just take that right there and see what happens. There we go. Get this out of the way. 66 for the high today. Ooh. I'm going to say it again. 66 for the high today. Ooh. Nice and warm with times of sun and clouds. Great day to be outside. But look at that special weather statement coming 4.13 a.m. on Thursday to 4 p.m. on Thursday. Let's see what that weather statement is. It's probably just fog or something. Uh, this weather statement is, uh, let's see here what we got. This special statement, elevated fire danger today. That's what the the thing is. It's a fire danger. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back up here where we can get back to our temps. 66 for the high today. Look at tomorrow. Looks like it's going to be 59. And look on Saturday, 66 again. But don't get too used to it because after we get to about... Oh, Thursday or Friday of next week. I guess it's going to be closer to Friday of next week. Uh, it starts cooling off again. And you can see that even on Tuesday of next week, on the 20th, we have a little morning snow in the forecast. But look, it's going to be in the 40s, so that's not going to be bad. But we'll take that and uh, we'll run with that here in February, and this is February the 8th, and this is the 23rd episode of this year, of 365 days, this is day number 38, if you're counting, and looks like that um, we've got uh, somewhere, we will hopefully get somewhere, around 200 episodes in this year. We're just at 23 right now, but we should get 200 in. And when we have our celebration for our 11th anniversary in December of this year, we'll have over 2,300 episodes. So, yeah, 2,300 episodes, all because of your faithfulness to the broadcast. Well, you can see right here on our little portion of East Kentucky, there's nothing going on but sunshine. Going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Well, we got some great things lined up for you. I think that, uh, you know, when we start uh, looking at uh, the uh, weather and get all excited about this warm weather, summertime, springtime, summertime is just around the corner. And that means it'll be time to get that lawnmower back out and start mowing. I know, I know, I know. Weed eater out and start weed eating. And uh, all the stuff that comes along with the summer, spring and summer months. But um, I've enjoyed not having to go to Tennessee to mow grass. Uh, but uh, it's just around the corner. Have to load back up. I think I mowed up until maybe October, last of October. And uh, so I've had November, December, January, February. I've had about four months off. Kind of spoiled me. Don't want to have to mow grass, but you have to. Well, I'm glad everybody has joined us today, this morning, from the East Coast, the West Coast, and around the world. Thank you for being a part of the broadcast uh, we do have coming up in the morning, Friday morning, we're going to be doing a special interview, so you do not want to miss that. That will begin somewhere after our introductions, uh, so about 10.10 to 10.30, and then we'll have our teaching session. That's tomorrow, so we'll have Brother Mike Stocks with us. We had him scheduled for Monday we got everything all lined up, and we went through our hour-long, his 30 minutes, 20 minutes interview, the 30 minutes of teaching, and I just happened to look up as I got ready to sign off, and I wasn't even connected <laughs> to the Internet. So I told him, I said, brother, we went through all that, and 
I wasn't even connected to the internet. And so he couldn't uh, do it yesterday, couldn't do it today. So uh, hopefully we're going to be back on schedule tomorrow to do that. So spread the word, we're going to have a little interview going on. We're just kind of mixing things up here at uh, CAC Daily ICAST, uh, kind of break it up a little bit. We always uh, talk about the weather and always have our Bible reading and things like that, but we want to we want to make sure that we just kind of mix it up a little bit so you don't get bored and say, same old, same old. Let's just uh, go look at something else. We don't want to lose any viewers, so that's why we are uh, mixing it up. Well, let's see what our announcements are coming up because we do have some things that we need to remind everybody of. And we have Red Sunday coming up. This Sunday, everyone that wears red gets their name in a drawing for a gift basket and enjoy refreshments after the service. That's this Sunday at CAC. KYC 2024, Friday through Saturday, February 16th and 17th, Northeast Christian Church. That's not this weekend, but next weekend, Lexington, Kentucky, Speaker Josh Carson. Section 3 conference coming up February the 22nd and 23rd, 6 to 8 p.m. Heart-themed kids gourmet dinner February the 24th. That'll be at 2 p.m. That's on a Saturday, so keep that in mind. And, you know, sometimes uh, uh, we uh, have those uh, announcements and uh, we get used to doing things on Sunday, but this is a Saturday um, a Saturday, February the 24th at 2 p.m. And you must RSVP by February the 10th. And then the men's meeting is going to be, we were uh, talking to uh, Brother Dwayne last night. It was going to be on the 4th, but now it has to be on the 11th because, uh, he has to be with his wife who is having some surgery. So uh, there will be uh, no uh, men's meeting on the 4th. It'll be March the 11th at 6 p.m. is our next men's meeting. And also uh, they are combining the next rally uh, with the uh, youth rally with the hyphen rally. And it's going to be a time, I think, March the 29th. 7.30 p.m. It's going to be at Christian Faith Outreach in Ashland, Kentucky. And Brother Aaron Bounds will be the speaker. So keep that in mind. And we want to continue to pray for all of those on our prayer list. And uh, if you have any prayer requests, you can send those in. Some people don't want their names put on the uh, broadcast. So um, we have decided not to scroll the names uh uh, anymore, and uh, we will just simply be praying for those who send in prayer requests and uh, praise reports and things like that. So with all that said and done, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord to move in a mighty way. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we have come together to fellowship with your people from all across the U.S. and around the world, and also to study your word, that we will bring honor unto you in everything we say and do. Thank you, Lord, for this platform. Bless us to use it wisely, for it's in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, let's see if we can't jump right into our Bible reading. Moreover, David and the captains of the host separated to the service of the sons of Asaph, and of Heman, and of Jejuthun, who should prophesy with harps, with psalteries, and with cymbals. And the number of the workmen according to their service was, of the sons of Asaph, Zachar, and Joseph, and Nethaniah, and Azarelah, the sons of Asaph, under the hands of Asaph, which prophesied according to the order of the king. Of Jejuthun, the sons of Jejuthun, Gedaliah, and Zerai, and Jeshaya, Hashabiah and Mattathiah, 
six, under the hands of their father Jeduthun, who prophesied with a harp to give thanks and to praise the Lord. Of Heman, the sons of Heman, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uzziel, Shebuel, and Jeremoth, Hananiah, Hanani, Eliathath, Gedaltai, and Romamtaizer, Joshbekashah, Malothai, Hother, and Mahaziah. All these were the sons of Heman, the king's seer, in the words of God, to lift up the horn. And God gave to Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these were under the hands of their father for song in the house of the Lord, with cymbals, psalteries, and harps, for the service of the house of God according to the king's order to Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman. So the number of them with their brethren that were instructed in the songs of the Lord, even all that were cunning, was two hundred fourscore and eight. And they cast lots, ward against ward, as well the small as the great, the teacher as the scholar. Now the first lot came forth for Asaph to Joseph, the second to Gedaliah, who with his brethren and sons were twelve, the third to Zachar, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the fourth to Isri, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the fifth to Nethaniah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the sixth to Bukiah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the seventh to Jesherelah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the eighth to Jesheah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the ninth to Mataniah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the tenth to Shimei, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the eleventh to Azariel, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the twelfth to Hashabiah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the thirteenth to Shubiel, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the fourteenth to Mattathiah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the fifteenth to Jeremoth, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the sixteenth to Hananiah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the seventeenth to Joshbekashah, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the eighteenth to Hanani, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the nineteenth to Malothai, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the twentieth to Eliatha, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the one and twentieth to Hother, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the two and twentieth to Gedaltai, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve, the three and twentieth to Mahazioth, he, his sons, and his brethren were twelve. The four and twentieth to Romam Taizer. He, his sons, and his brethren were twelve. First Chronicles chapter 26 Concerning the divisions of the porters, of the Korhites was Meshelamiah, the son of Kore, of the sons of Asaph. And the sons of Meshelamiah were Zechariah the firstborn, Jediael the second, Zebediah the third, Jathniel the fourth, Elam the fifth, Jehohanan the sixth, Elioenei the seventh. Moreover, the sons of Obed-Edom were Shemaiah the firstborn, Jehozabad the second, Joah the third, and Sachar the fourth, and Nathaniel the fifth. Amiel the sixth, Issachar the seventh, Peulthai the eighth, for God blessed him. Also unto Shemaiah his son were sons born, that ruled throughout the house of their father, for they were mighty men of valor. The sons of Shemaiah, Othni and Rephael and Obed and Elzabad, whose brethren were strong men, Elihu and Semachiah. All these of the sons of Obed-Edom, they and their sons and their brethren, able men for strength for the service, were threescore and two of Obed-Edom. And Meshelamiah had sons and brethren, strong men, eighteen. 
Also, Hosa of the children of Merari had sons. Simri the chief, for though he was not the firstborn, yet his father made him the chief. Hilkiah the second, Tebaliah the third, Zechariah the fourth. All the sons and brethren of Hosa were thirteen. Among these were the divisions of the porters, even among the chief men, having wards one against another to minister in the house of the Lord. And they cast lots, as well the small as the great, according to the house of their fathers for every gate. And the lot eastward fell to Shelemiah. Then for Zechariah his son, a wise counselor, they cast lots, and his lot came out northward. To Obed-Edom, southward, and to his sons, the house of Asuppim. To Shuppim and Hosa, the lot came forth westward, with the gate Shalaketh by the causeway of the going up, ward against ward. Eastward were six Levites, northward for a day, southward for a day, and toward a Suppim, two and two. At Parbar, westward, four at the causeway, and two at Parbar. These are the divisions of the porters among the sons of Koray and among the sons of Merari. And of the Levites, Ahijah was over the treasures of the house of God and over the treasures of the dedicated things. As concerning the sons of Laodin, the sons of the Gershonite Laodin, chief fathers even of Laodin the Gershonite, were Jehaeli. The sons of Jehaeli, Zetham and Joel his brother, which were over the treasures of the house of the Lord. Of the Amramites and Izharites and Hebronites and the Uzzielites. And Shebuel the son of Gershom, the son of Moses, was ruler of the treasures, and his brethren by Eliezer, Rehabiah his son, and Jeshaiah his son, and Joram his son, and Zikri his son, and Shelomith his son. Which Shelomith and his brethren were over all the treasures of the dedicated things, which David the king, and the chief fathers, the captains over thousands and hundreds, and the captains of the host, had dedicated. Out of the spoils won in battles did they dedicate to maintain the house of the Lord. And all that Samuel the seer, and Saul the son of Kish, and Abner the son of Ner, and Joab the son of Zeruiah had dedicated. And whosoever had dedicated anything, it was under the hand of Shelomith and of his brethren. Of the Izharites, Kenaniah and his sons were for the outward business over Israel, for officers and judges. And of the Hebronites, Hashabiah and his brethren, men of valor, a thousand and seven hundred, were officers among them of Israel on this side Jordan, westward in all the business of the Lord and in the service of the king. Among the Hebronites was Jerijah the chief, even among the Hebronites according to the generations of his fathers. In the fortieth year of the reign of David, they were sought for, and there were found among them mighty men of valor at Jazer of Gilead. And his brethren, men of valor, were two thousand and seven hundred chief fathers, whom King David made rulers over the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, for every matter pertaining to God and affairs of the king. Well, we was reading our way through just one chapter, but we got two in. So, yeah, we'll take that. And, uh, you know, looking at our birthdays today, we got to look at our birthdays. And so uh, today is February the 8th. And here are the birthdays coming up as you see them scroll across your screen or up your screen. And you see that uh, we have a few birthdays. Number one, one of our viewers, Brother Dennis Adams, 78 years old today. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Nancy Arlene Klein, 68 years old. Dallas Lee, 50 years old. Bishop Mike Dobbs, 63 years old. Trish Lockerbie Church, 28 years old. And Linda Fletcher, happy birthday from all of us right here at CAC 
Daily iCast. Do you have a minute? Well, if you've got a minute, then you've got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. So here we go with 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. John is instructing us how to keep the love of God in our lives. Simply put, it's by not loving the world. So what does it mean to not love the world? The Greek rendering for world is cosmos, which takes in the understanding of adorning or decoration. Don't let the world draw you into loving what they do, how they act, or how they look. The cosmos. We are the church, and if we want to have the love of the Father, then we are going to have to abandon the love for this world. And that is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. And we have that segment every broadcast just a minute long. That's right. That's reading 60 Seconds with the Pastor. We could say a minute with the Pastor or the Pastoral Minute. That'd be a good title, too. Pastoral Minute. And uh, we just call it 60 Seconds with the Pastor. And, of course, uh, it's uh, temperatures climbing outside. It's 36 degrees currently, and looks like it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about 66 degrees and going to be nice and warm. So don't go outside yet. Just hang with us. We just got about, oh, let's see, about uh, 33 more minutes to go in the broadcast, so just hang out with us. Well, since we do just have that short period of time, let's get this in, and this is uh, for our trivia question of the day. Again, our Windows computer crashed yesterday morning before the broadcast, and I'm still trying to get it back up. So we don't have all of our graphics and all of our information that we normally put on the screen for you but uh, nevertheless we'll just do the trivia question of the day here it is what time is it it's time yeah i can't do that what kind of animal does the bible say mary rode from nazareth to bethlehem what kind of animal does the bible say mary rode from bethlehem from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Well, here we go. Yesterday's trivia question was, how many books of the Bible do not contain the word God in it? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. But yesterday's trivia question, how many books of the Bible do not contain the word God? Out of those that participated, it looks like 89% of you got it correct. With the correct answer, one. Only one book in the Bible. And if you want to know which book that is, it is Esther. That's right. You'd think Esther would have had that. But no, 89% of you got it correct with the correct answer. One book in the Bible does not contain the word God in it. Well, uh, looking at uh, that, that's that's an interesting fact. Uh, you know, 
a tidbit of information, if you will. And uh, you can get today's correct. What kind of animal does the Bible say Mary rode from Nazareth to Bethlehem? See if you can get that one right. We'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. So um, let's see what else we got. It looks like it's about time for us to take our little break. And uh, so just hang in there with us. And we'll be right back, so don't touch that any key. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast as we bring you just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. And we certainly appreciate you joining us today on this beautiful day we're going to have here in East Kentucky. going to be a great day to get outside and do things. It's going to be somewhere around uh, 68, 69 degrees and uh could even get a little warmer, some predict, but um, we're looking forward to uh, studying the Word today. And without you, there'd be no use for us to come and gather together and uh, just kind of, uh, you know, speak into a camera and a microphone. But you have made this broadcast a success. We're working on our 11th anniversary right here at CAC daily iCast. That is a uh, that is a milestone that I do not take lightly. Thank you for being a part, and uh, thank you for being here today. Well, uh, my computer, one of them has crashed, and so I don't uh, have my graphics that I normally have for Bible reading. So I'm going to have to just uh, read it to you uh, from uh, the Bible and uh and we'll try our best to get that uh, fixed. I'm I'm uh, working on it. It says uh, that it's actually installing Windows, and it's just three percent uh, done. So it's going to take a while. But uh, we won't worry about that. We're going to go on with our broadcast anyway. And uh, you know, the Lord doesn't want us to just uh, give up when things get tough, right? And so uh, when things go wrong with the broadcast, I don't just say, well, we just won't have one today. 
I try my best to get it to fix, patch up some things if I, if I can, and get us started uh, with, uh, with the uh, broadcast. So we want to pick up verse number 7 of uh, yesterday, and uh, we were talking about the thousand-year millennial reign. So it says, when the thousand years are expired or ended, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and beloved the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to to their works and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Well, I want to go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. Uh, this, uh, last few verses of chapter, uh, 20 and, uh, we'll start on, uh, chapter 21 tomorrow. But uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to give us wisdom and knowledge and uh, open mind and open heart to receive his word today. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity to teach your word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless each and every one that is watching today, either live or who will watch by way of on demand at a later time. I pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom and knowledge that we can rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully. Help us, Lord, to have an open mind, open uh, understanding so we can receive your word. And, Lord, I give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. You know, after Satan is released, now, Satan is bound. If you remember yesterday, uh, an angel came down with a great chain, uh, bound uh, Satan, threw him into the bottomless pit. And so that is where he is, um, you know, at, at that particular time, not where he is right now, but that was where uh, he was placed for a thousand years. That way there's a thousand years of peace and uh, some great things with the millennial reign. Now we're entering into the part when the thousand years have ended, or as the Bible says, expired. And when I read that word expired, uh, it means to me, uh, and in the Greek, it also means complete or executed or concluded, uh, accomplished, uh, to, um, finish. So after the thousand years were finished, after the thousand years were complete, after the thousand years were concluded, we could use any of those words and understand that's what it's talking about. Satan uh, shall be loosed out of his, and notice how it says prison. I think it's interesting that, uh, uh, you know, the bottomless pit and the chain uh, is referred to as Satan being in prison. Oh, I'd like to, lock him up and throw away the key as that little children's song uh, would say. The devil is a sly old fox. If I could, I'd put him in the box, lock him up and throw away the key for all the dirty tricks he played on me. Well, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison 
after that thousand years. And what does he do? He goes right back to his same old tricks. He goes right back to his same old uh, deception. No sooner is he loose than he goes right back deceiving nations and uh, stirring them up to make war with the saints. And, of course, uh, when you look at this, you realize that uh, it is uh, surrounding the city. And so it's not talking about, uh, you know, uh, Gentiles and, and uh, you know, after the resurrection takes place, the saints of God are raised. This is actually talking about uh, gathering to battle uh, against the, the people of God, uh, the saints, it says, about uh, the camp of the saints and beloved city. Now, that to me is talking about uh, Jerusalem. And uh, so I think that's where we're going to find a lot of this that we're reading taking place. So it says that after he was loosed out of his prison, he shall go out and deceive the nations which are in the four corner corner quarters, I should say, of the earth. And then there's this uh, this uh, Hebrew word uh, that is in the Greek, uh, gog, and it just simply means mountain. That's that's what gog means. Uh, a lot of people uh, look at gog, and it's if you was to look in the uh, Greek renderings uh, and references, it's talking about the king of the land of Magog who will come from the north and attack the land of Israel. Now, when you look what is north of Israel, uh, you can see some countries like Syria. Uh, you can see some countries, uh, Turkey, um, I don't know, uh, if you kind of go off to the right, uh, you've got, uh, you know, Iran and Iraq and Iran. And, of course, you also have uh, the situation with um, uh, Russia uh, being in the mix, China being in the mix. In other words, uh, not Russia, but China being in the mix of all that. So when you start looking at all of that area, uh, you start to see, that there's a lot, uh, uh, you know, and I believe that it's going to be, uh, you're going to have Russia, China, uh, you're going to have all of the uh, these countries, Middle Eastern countries. Uh, if I had a map, I would throw it up for you and show you kind of what it's talking about. But it, it is a land from the north of the land of Israel. And... Uh, you know, when you think about the skirmishes that's going on in our world today, uh, uh, Houthis, um, Hamas, uh, different proxies uh, are uh, sending rockets, some from the north of Israel, some from the uh, kind of, uh, I guess, east of Israel and, uh, and, and west of Israel. I guess it would be, um, I'd have to north, south, east and west. Yeah. East of Israel. <laughs> I'll get it right. And, uh, you look at that and you see how that, uh, all these nations that surround Israel right now, uh, have the capability of, um, making war, making war. So Gog and Magog. Uh, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. So when you look at this and you see that it was as the sand of the sea, we have the names of the principal commanders, if you will, in this army under Gog and Magog. Uh, we need not to be too inquisitive as to uh you know, names, uh, you know, people says, oh, this is Russia, this is China, this is this, and this is that. Don't get too wrapped up in that. Uh, Magog, uh, we read of Magog in Genesis chapter 10 and verse 2. He was one of the sons of Japheth and uh, peopled the country called Syria. So there you have, see, north of Israel 
is Syria, uh, from which his descendants spread into many other parts. Of Gog and Magog together, we only read Ezekiel chapter 38 and verse number 2, a prophecy when uh, that revelation uh, begins to also talk about these images uh, of battle. So we have uh, the march and military disposition. We have it as the sand of the sea, and they're all coming against Israel. Notice what it says, that the number of whom is the sand of the sea, verse number 9 of chapter 20, and they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city. So they're going to surround the, the city, Jerusalem. They're going to surround and encamp around those uh, you know, uh, that are uh, considered to be the saints of God. And so uh, when you look at that, the army of the saints is described as drawn out of the city and lying under the walls of it to defend it. And they were encamped about Jerusalem, but the army of the enemy was so much superior to that of the church that they compassed them about and their city about. Uh, and so, uh, you know, when you're talking about, uh, I guess I used the word church, but when you're talking about the people in Jerusalem, you're usually dealing with the Jewish people, the, the, the Jews. So keep that in mind. Uh, Jacob's trouble, Jacob, who is Jacob, Israel. Uh, so when you're dealing with that, you have to look at it in that sense. Um, we have a, an account of this uh, army that really cannot be numbered because it's as the sand of the sea, and they all surround uh, Israel, uh, Jerusalem, if you will, and they are going to make war against Jerusalem and God's people. But look what happens. You see, this is why you don't have to worry, because the Bible says, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. That's nothing new. Uh, we, we've seen things like that happen. We've seen the earth open up and swallow up people. God has the power to protect his people with different means. Our God is a consuming fire, so he can you know, uh, devour people with fire. He can devour people, wipe people out. A lot of people says, oh, you know, that's talking about uh, nuclear war and all that. No, I believe when it says that uh, God sent fire down from heaven, I, I believe that's what it means, that God took care of the situation. Uh, man can't take credit for winning this battle. Man can't take credit for wiping out this army. Gog and Magog and all that's associated with that terminology. Man can't take credit for that. We have to give God credit. And we find something interesting also, that uh, after they're devoured, the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire. So you see, after the devil was loosed, he went out and deceived the nations, got them all to come and surround Israel and Jerusalem and began to say, you know, we're going to take it. This this is our day. This is our, our hour. We're going to take that city. We're going to destroy everything in it. And God sends fire and devours them all. And uh, so they're not going to win the battle. They're not going to overcome. That's why when you follow the Lord and serve him, nothing can overcome you. Oh, you're going to have battles. There's going to be times that you're going to be stressed or, uh, you know, uh, feel like that uh, life is just so overwhelming. David went through it. Paul and Silas went through it. We'll go through it. But you know what? I read in the Bible where it says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Sometimes I just need to remember I'm a child of the king. 
Sometimes you just need to remember you are a child of the king. And nothing, nothing is going to harm you in the way that it would cause you to be separated from the Lord. Because he said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing, nothing, height nor depth, no things present, things to come, nope. Pearl, nakedness, nope. All of these things that come against us and surround us sometimes. Sometimes we do feel like Jerusalem right here. And it seems like that we're surrounded by chaos and surrounded by uh, all sorts of drama and surrounded by all sorts of stuff. And we have to learn we may be surrounded, but our God surrounds what's surrounding us. Amen. I like that. Uh, it may feel like you're surrounded, but we're surrounded by you. You see, when it seems like we're surrounded, remember in, in the Old Testament when the man of God was talking to his servant and they said, oh, look there, well, there's chariots everywhere and armies everywhere. We're surrounded. What are we going to do? And he said, Lord, open the servant's eyes and let him see. And he saw that they were surrounded by chariots of fire. You see, when you feel like you're surrounded, the Lord has surrounded what surrounds you, and he will take it out. Same thing here in Revelation. There's not going to be any victory for the devil. There's not going to be any victory for those nations that's been deceived. In fact, if you keep reading, in verse 10 it says, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Hell is a place of torment for day and night. That's, that's the reference forever and ever. And then it goes on to say, and I saw a great white throne judge uh, or great white throne and him that sat on the throne sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Now, that's pretty amazing to me. There was no place for them. Um, I, just, I just think that sometimes when we start looking at um, things that surround us, we get discouraged or upset, but when you start reading this, everything's going to be taken care of. The Lord will take care of our enemies, and one day this great white throne is going to be set for judgment. And the Bible says that, you know, people on earth, people in heaven fled away from it, but there was found no place for them, no hiding place. That's where we get that song at. There's no hiding place down here. You see, verse 12 says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. I begin to think about um, this scene. You know, um, when you start looking at um, maybe the, um, I guess we could just say um, the books of this scene, we have God's word. We have book books of works. Because you're judged out of the things, your works, things written in the book. And then you've got the Lamb's book of life. So you have books, that's plural. That's why it says, and I'll read it again. It says, and they were judged every man according to the works. And it says that um, at, they were judged out of those things which were written in the books with a S according to their works. 
We're going to be judged according to what we do. And if we've done evil, we're going to be cast into that lake of fire where the, the devil is. You know, some people think the devil's going to be in charge of hell. He's not going to be in charge of hell. The false prophet ain't going to be in charge of hell. The beast ain't going to be in charge of hell. Hell's going to be a place of torment for everybody that goes there. I know a lot of tradition talks about how that people just say, well, the devil's in charge of hell. No, he's going to be tormented just like everybody else that goes there. Keep that in mind. That's very important to understand. I want to close out this chapter. And the death and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This great white throne judgment is going to be a judgment where wicked dead are going to be cast into the lake of fire. People judged according to the works. And if your name's not found in the Lamb's book of life, you're going to wind up where the false prophet is, the beast is, and Satan is. And yes, it's going to be torment, as the Bible says, day and night forever and ever. You don't have to go there. That's the good news. You don't have to wind up there. You can go to heaven. You can make things right with the Lord today and get ready for that city because the Lord is the light of that city. going to be a time of peace, joy, rejoicing. No, no torment in heaven. No, sir. Well, that concluded the uh, chapter 20, and uh, we see that this, uh, you know, uh, great white throne judgment is a, a judgment of the wicked. Uh, it occurs after the millennium, and no one will be saved at this judgment. That's why I've heard people say, oh, I can't wait till I stand before the great white throne of judgment. No, <laughs> I heard, a, I heard people preach that at a, a preacher preach that at a funeral. And I thought, no, you don't want to stand. You don't want to stand there. You, you want to, uh, be in the, in the judgment, uh, seat before the judgment seat of Christ. Uh, and, and that's where you want to find the judgment uh, you know, the judgment of the church, you can go to second Corinthians chapter five, verse 10 and 11. That's where you want to be. Uh, you don't want to be before the great white throne judgment where all the wicked dead who did not live till after that thousand years, you know, till after that. Uh, so that, that's interesting to understand those that got up in the first resurrection. That's, that's one group. Those that get up in the, could we say, the second resurrection, which is the second death, that's the wicked. That's the wicked. So there's there's the righteous that are resurrected, then there's the wicked that are resurrected. Wicked are going to stand before the great white throne judgment and be cast into the same place that the devil, the beast, and the false prophet are torment day and night. Well, I want to go to the Lord in prayer, and I want us to pray uh, today as we have uh, um, studied the lesson that we will all strive to do what's right, do good works and do things for the kingdom of God because we're going to be judged out of the books that are opened. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. We thank you, Lord, because you have given us the understanding of your word. I pray, Lord, that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully, and if we misrepresented it in any way, forgive us, Lord, and help us to get it right and speak it right because we want to speak truth. Help somebody today to get closer to you. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. You know, when you look at those uh, four, basically you can look at 
four distinct judgments, the judgment of the church, and then you can see the judgment of, uh, you know, um, Israel, if you will. Um, some people say you can look at the, uh, the division of the sheeps and goats, which is uh, judgment of individuals, individual Gentiles. Matthew 25 and 32, and then somebody says there's a judgment, of course, as we have just studied, of the wicked, which occurs after the millennium. And uh, no one will will be saved at the judgment of the wicked. That's Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15. Well, when we start um, tomorrow's study, we're going to be in chapter 21, and we're going to study about a new heaven and a new earth. It's going to be a a new renovation. That's right, renovated to be a new place. We'll study about that tomorrow. Well, we hope that the broadcast has been a blessing to you. We hope to have our our computers Graphics and all that up and running. If not, I'm going to have to replace that computer and get it to where we can do that. But in the meantime, everybody have a great day. We got our trivia question up and running. And yeah, we got our trivia question up and running. And today's trivia question is simply this What kind of animal does the Bible say Mary rode from Nazareth to Bethlehem? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.